0: December 19th, 2021. We're continuing in Nefesh Hayim in Sha'ar Dalid, Perik Yod in the Blue Books. It's on page 715, at the bottom of the page. It says, And uh, therefore, as a result of the discussion that we've had until now, in terms of the importance, the strength, the power of Talmud Torah in the appropriate fashion, Ha'adam hamekabela ala'atzmo, ol ha'torah ha'torah lishmah, La amita, a person, a human being who accepts upon themselves the yoke of Torah, the holy Torah, Shema with its proper intent. Well, we described earlier, what was it, perek gimal, what it means, Torah lishma, at least in the eyes of Nefesh Hayim, That was a groundbreaking perek. That was when he described it as lishem torah Of course, he... Understood, that's the approach of many before him, but fundamentally, generally speaking, we quote uh, the name of Nefesh HaChayim. What does it mean, Torah Lishma? When the Gemara, which he'll cite again, in Masechet Pesachim, to distinguishes, on Davnun, between Torah Lishma and Torah Shiloh li-shma", for its sake, or for its not for its sake, it's for the sake of Torah, ha Torah. Anyways, it says, if a person is to accept upon themselves that yoke of Torah Lishma, La'amitai, does it truthfully, He's genuine about it. As we described earlier, what it means, this individual is uh, uh, transcendent, uh, above. He's placed above any of the matters of this world. And as a result, this person achieves what's called hashgacha pratit. (laughs) Hashem <laughs> lehashkiyah, some yes, some no today. Not so clear any longer. Lehashkiyah <laughs> means to uh, to watch over. We know mashkiach in restaurants today, and hashkiach means individual watching over, oftentimes there's a contrast between what's known as Hashka HaKlalit and Hashka pratit. Hashka HaKlalit in the colloquial fashion means that HaKadosh Baruch has a general vision and ability to, and, and, and goes through with it, taking care of and watching uh, the general sense of what's taking place. Pratit, of course, is more individual, more specific. Each individual or... Over here, particularly, there's the Hashgah HaPratit, which is, so to speak, confined for the person who's learning Torah Lishma. Now, he's touching on uh, pretty deep matters, uh, not which uh, we're going to enter into in their full depth. But again, already the mention, important to note, of Hashka HaPratit, those enigmatic words of HaKadosh Baruch Hu having that personal uh, guardianship over you, if you're Lome Torah Lishma, and he continues, Lema'ala Mehorat this will cause you to be transcendent above, you'll rise above any of the forces and powers of nature or mazalot, probably uh, astronomy or uh, what's what, what's the right word for a mazal? astrology, astrological approaches to life in other words, matters and forces which lie outside of your own control Kevan. Meaning, that, the a recognition that there's truth to it. Well, we're going to have to address that in a moment. What well, yeah. was, it, was, it, was it, Of course, that's true. truth. Meaning, if you learn in Torah, you're above nature. That's what he says. Yeah, the, Kevan, Torah. Kevan batorah baruchu mamash of course, that's a nice ambiguity uh, over there. It says a person who studies Torah is, Lishmah is Davuk baTorah. he cleaves to the Torah, and to Hakadosh Baruch. The next word is Mamash in all of its reality. Kivyachol, but not really, literally. Anyway, that being the case, what he states over here is, through study of Torah, through that cleaving to Torah, which is and as a result, in some way or fashion, as he's described, as the Torah, as the Gemara describes, as we've developed in the past, that as well, well, that causes that transcendence. And as a result, a person is able to cleave to Torah and the status and the essence of torah which transcends which is above all of the olamot of course he's referring to something that he described to us earlier which we spent some time upon earlier this was quite some time ago in the eyes of the kubalim there are several olamot we've described them we've discussed We've touched a little bit on what they mean, right? So generally speaking, the highest of these olamot is olam asilut Below that is olam ha and then yesira, and then asiya. This is a description of different understandings of existence. Now, the highest and most distant from our ability to perceive and understand how things go about, but you're touching on, quote-unquote, the closest to a divine interaction and perception of existence, that's olam asilut the way Nefesh contrary, as Rabbi Dr. Norman Lamb points out in his book, Torah Lishma, contrary to many of the Hasidic approaches of that time period, contrary to many of the other mystical approaches to Torah, the way Nefesh HaChayim understands Torah as lying in above that world of Asilut, that is a groundbreaking statement. And as a result, he's over here saying, since Torah is, so to speak, out of existence in any perceptible fashion, well, that means that a person who cleaves to the Torah lies or rises above as well any of the perceptible and understandable ways of life. He says, and it followed, and he discussed, and it follows, and he will discuss how Torah, therefore, is the source and the life giving source of existence and to all the kohota Tiv'i'im, which means to say that nature rises from. In some way or fashion, not in the physical fashion, the force of Torah. It says, if a person is tapped into an alter, uh, an alternative existence, how is it possible that he'll therefore be governed by an existence? that seems natural or this worldly. Again, what he's describing over here through and through is a divergence from what he described earlier. In the last several perakim, he talked about opportunities in life, in our own lives, in our days, in our weeks, in our months alive, to step into what we called, what he described from Midrashim, those hadarim ha these innermost chambers of our soul and of existence. That's the study of Torah, enters you into that. Over here he's describing a person who's accepted Torah Lishma, which means a person who's tapped into a level of truth, truth above and beyond existence as you and I see it. Well, as a result, they're living a life above and beyond existence as you and I see it. Of accepting the existence of Hashem is
1: accepting
0: that he is father of Kohot. I mean, we say that when we were in prayer, you say, uh, right. Uh, the word elevated, what you're yes. supposed to think about. So, this built into what we're supposed to do every day anyway. You're
1: supposed to realize that Hashem is elevated above this and that you can sort of bypass ah. these Kohot if you're on the right level. I, doctor, do doctor, are, are doctor some
0: of day. us are striving for it, others of us, it appears, have already achieved it. Indeed, it uh, says, Vezesha you know, <laughs> Amnul. I'm convinced that whereas in the last several Pirakim, that's what I was insinuating a moment ago, he was talking about even if it's moments or times in your life, over here it's a person who's (laughs) Mekabela Alatmo. All He's very clear, it seems to me, that this is immersive. <laughs> this is a lifestyle. <laughs> he says This is what the rabbis meant when they said, in that Gemara we mentioned, on, on the one hand, the Pasuk says, Your chesed, your kindness, God, is up to the heavens. On the other hand, the Pasuk says, Your kindness is up to a transcends, goes above the heavens. Lakashya, says the Gemara... This is not a contradiction. Is it up until the heavens or is above the heavens? It's a difference between a person who's involved, immersed in Torah, in a Lishma fashion, or a Lishma fashion. If it's a Lishma fashion, so sure, you uh, enjoy a relationship with God, you're involved with him in a ad way. If you're Torah Lishma, so then you're above it. So then you've transcended the confines of nature, of this worldly ways, yes. I just want to see what your point, uh, Rabbi Aharon Haddad, the biggest rich yeshiva in Israel, he told me that he has in his college, he has thousands of Abrahim. he told me the guys that, that learn Torah all day long, somehow they all own the, their apartments, and the guy that learn and work, all the rent. All right, it's it's but a. It's not. It's not. All I'm telling you is, it's a bold statement. It's yeah. a bold statement because what happens lo barminan if something uh, bad happens to one of them. So now we're gonna say, oh, because he wasn't So I'm saying when we point to this, is my own opinion. When we point to people and circumstances in this one, say ah, it's because he's so and Is he's I understand the, what I'm you're saying. saying. I'm just saying. And then what about? I'm not giving you a name. What about that guy? I'm pointing here. That guy who. Oh come on. He's not Torah alishma So how come he's come uh, no, 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 he has, no. So I'm just saying. You know, it's 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 beautiful. It's inspirational. But uh, conceptually, I certainly can understand it. In effect hard to see it, but I'll take it. I, I'll take it as long as it works, right? As a person who's he certainly has that uh, relationship with God. He's defining based on Tosafot. Haram Bam has a Tisha in which he addresses this very briefly as well. It says what's a Osek Patura Shelolishma? It's a person who's involved with other, uh, with other reasons. Uh, what, what does it mean, other reasons? It means, uh, certainly, he says, not leshem kintur. If it's to put down others, that's not even Torah, l'shem That's an inappropriate Torah. That's how Tosafot states in several places, because there's a contradiction of sorts. One statement in the Gemara is that, le'olam asok as we saw, Adam ba'torah shelo Shemitok ha'shem balishma ba On the other hand, it's a person who's osek, shelo no'ach lo shelo nivra. It would be better, there several statements in the Gemara. Wait a second, you shouldn't have been born, you shouldn't have been created. Uh, it's better that your placenta be destroyed instead of you coming into existence. But I thought, is okay. I thought, I should always be immersed in Torah So the way Tosafot and several others distinguishes if it's Lashim Kintur or not. Kintur means to put down others. If you're using it as a tool to put down others, that's where it's inappropriate. If it's Lahit if it's to give yourself a higher stature, okay, yeah. Uh, Uh, It's not a Torah Lishma, but it's not a Torah shelolishma, which is inappropriate. That's what he's describing. And he says, and furthermore, even a person who has no penia, is just learning because he was born born in an uh, environment of being tapped into and connected to Torah. That's Lefishu Hurgalba. That's also Torah lishelolishma. Torah Lishma, as he defined for us in Perek means a person who's learning Lishem HaTorah, nothing more and nothing less. Lishem HaTorah. What does it mean Lishem HaTorah? For the nature and existence and knowledge of nothing more than Torah. But for what reason? Torah. No, but is it to get closer to the Torah? That's what he told us in Perikima. So he says, listen, if you're Osek Lishma, quote unquote, the okay one, Lishma, it'll bring you to Lishma. We're not going to turn you away from it. Le'ulam, says Rab. It says, it says the Gemara in and, Pasachim Adafnun. Le'olam, you should always be involved in it because you'll come to Lishma from it. Kayadu amimma amaram Im nonetheless, adayin kadesh nitkadesh allah. You still didn't get that Kiddusha, that hit uh, and that uh, transcendence. I have no other word for it. Being able to raise yourself above. be'kol lema ala you'll come to in such a circumstance a, a relationship with God which transcends existence. If he transcends existence, if Torah is transcendent above any of the ulamot, if it's above olam asilut, as we discussed a moment or two ago, if you in turn are davukba, so then you're above it as well. Lachen ketiv be. It's for that reason that the Osekh Bashi, Lo Lishma, it says about him. The Gemara says, Rak Ad Hashamayim. He'll reach up to the heavens. Now oh, That's a good life, up to the heavens. Chesed Baruch Hu. Still doing all right. You said he worked people down. Yeah, the Kintur. Kintur. How do they translate Kintur? That's what Kintur means. And it doesn't work. Get some other results. No, can't be. No, 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 no. Other results. No, you'll find it in there. Yeah. Uh, Mark. Mark, there you go, Mark means to put someone down. There. there it is, he concluded his statement, and again, quite clearly, hard to fully live and understand and experience, but the statement is a person who's immersed Whose Mikabela, all Torah, Lishma, is able to and will transcend the confines of natural consequences of this world. Yes? Yeah, I was going to say, but like you were saying before, it's hard to define Rabbi Akiva, you're at the Moshe Rabbeinu. And Rabbi Akiva is quite the proof. The way the Hachamim understand Rabbi Akiva is that's a Moshe Rabbeinu asks God it shouldn't have worked out this way based on the way you govern this world and God's answer is not really the way it works with Rabbi Akiva because he's out of this world so you're asking, it doesn't seem like chesed, it seems like deen, I will have to discuss that. But the bi'akiba but is the greatest, in my opinion, example for a person who transcends existence and therefore is determined based on his life and death, based on an out-of-this-world judgment and, and interaction with God. It's exactly the point. Okay, well mean... that's it the Gemara says that Moshe Rabbeinu sees that happening Gemara Maseich Mena Chodendav Kavtet and he says to him Zer Torah Zer Sochara and God says to him Shto Kachala B'machshava Lephanai Ala B'machshava Lephanai means Machshevat HaKadosh Baruch Hu that's out of this world that's above all the HaZilut the statement is Rabbi Akiva is outside no it's more than that it's that Rabbi Akiva doesn't work with the regular Sachar Torah regular Sachar Torah is for yo-yos like me Shachar akiva, of above teva, well, that's history. That's that's the way it works. So you say, it doesn't make sense to you and me, but that's an out-of-this-world which judgment. Is, is then the measuring stick that we're using, you can't even apply it. Need to look at the, the that really means. That's right, Rabbi. I've, I've stated quite clearly. I don't know. It's always hard. It's always hard to understand matters that lie outside of our experiential uh, domain in life. We can talk about them. We can touch upon them. How do we talk about them? As I don't know son of a Maimon how do we talk about an existence outside of time prior quote unquote can't even use that word to the existence of the world God transcends time we have no idea what that means we can talk about it, we can conceptualize it in some sense, we don't actually know what it means. So that's the statement over here. How would it be governed? How would a relationship of that sort actually exist? I can't tell you. I can tell you we have glimpses of it. I can tell you we have circumstances where we point to something like through the prism of the hachamim and say, oh, that's what was taking place over there. But I can't tell you what such an existence actually is. I, I think it's so true a lot of of the world in that touch And that's what it is. So there's so many people in this world today, I not, can understand. That's the point. That's the point. In other words, and that's, and that's my response as well. And yep. Statement before he died, he said it, but his whole life was waiting to, to die and to, to, to fulfill the Mazabi. I have that, I have that, I in that, I have that, I have that, Zohar. Oh, well, Zohar, but also of Yerushalmi, but Zohar for our purposes over here. Come and see, De all the creations of God. Kodem, and here's the I want to focus most on this paragraph, Di ityahavit or Israel before the giving of the Torah, They were dependent upon Mazal, upon, upon the constellations. That's the word I was looking for earlier. Aval, but batar after. Or itali Israel after the Torah was given to Israel, a piklon, a peak like nafkamina, they came out. de Kahve they came out of the hiuvah, the governance, the. Whatever the ways of the control—that's the right word—the of the stars and mazale and constellations. Then, one second. Ubeginda, and as a result, kolamistadel beoraita, person who's involved, immersed in Torah, batil it's mebutal—it's annulled from him. As a result, there's no governance over him. There's no control from the stars and mazalot. I if he's doing so, if he's studying like Yalif or in order to fulfill the commandments, you have to interpret that as Torah Lishma. Separate conversation. And if not, now there's a very bold statement of Raya and it comes back to what Rabbi asked in the very first moment of the class, and that was we touched on and we mentioned this word Mazal. Are we admitting to an existence of mazalot? Are we admitting to an existence of constellations, having any force, any control? So first and foremost, the answer is yes, quite clearly we are. What does that mean? That sounds like Avodah mamash. How could the Chachamim be talking about mazalot? The answer is... the answer has to be along the following lines. This is the way they always say it. it goes like this, that mazalot has to be interpreted as God implants within existence within existence, yeah. an ability to determine and to understand the way destiny will be governed through mazalot. It's not that they have an independent force. It's that they are under the control of God, but they, in a certain way, confine my freedom of choice. I don't have a freedom of choice to determine because there is something determined by them. You want to call it nature, you could call it nature, but it's more than nature. It's a destiny-driven nature. But that being the case, the question is, do we accept that? Do we accept any concept of mazal? We've talked about the concept. Stand there with Abraham, the Torah never says that Abraham, it's a Midrash, we're going to read it in a minute, give me one second on this, so the Gemara in Masechet Shabbat in a famous statement, which Musa is all over apparently, in Masechet Shabbat, has the following debate, whether yesh mazali Yisrael or en mazali Yisrael, now Yisrael and Abraham is a hard sell, because Yisrael by definition is the name of Yaakov, his grandson, all right, but we're willing to determine and to discuss Abraham as Yisrael as well, why we willing to do so? It comes back to a famous statement of Ramban Ahmani in his commentary on the Torah that maybe lo the concept of Yisrael already began earlier at the time that Abraham entered into Berit. Berit Mila was an opportunity for him even before a Shem Yisrael, so to speak, for a governance, for a destiny-driven Yisrael. It's the starting of the process even before there's a nationality, even before there's a name. Well, that being the case, the question of the Gemara is, is there a governance of Mazalot al Yisrael or not. Okay, we're going to have to try to do this somewhat quickly. Now, this issue of whether yesh mazal Yisrael or in mazal Yisrael and the contradictions that lie in Gemarot therein is much greater, certainly, much greater than any class I'm going to give you right now. Rashba, Ramban Ran and his Derashot, I mean, everyone really has long conversations, discussions about this. We're going to take one particular direction governed, by, directed by Tosafot and other of the Rishonim and bring it back to a general understanding, that's a general concept which we'll touch upon and align with many of the concepts and, and ideas we've advanced in the past, but I tell you again, if you're actually looking to develop this further, you need a lot more time on this, and it's an important issue, it's an important issue, any uh, freedom of choice type of concept and hashgahat Pratit are important. Itmar Hanina umer mazal machkim, the statement of Hanina is mazal, constellations, cause knowledge, Mahkim. It's source number one, Shabbat of Kufnunva, Mazal Maashir, It's constellations, don't tell me today's talk, please. Mazal Maashir, Mazal, constellations have the ability to uh, g- g- grant wealth. The Yesh Mazal Yisrael says in a, a famous statement. Yeah, generally speaking, we assume uh, the, the minority opinion, yesh mazal yisrael, you have to understand. What that means, says Rashi, That's a very bold statement. You have to always qualify this. Is Rabbi Hanina really saying so? I mean, did Rabbi Hanina just assume a heke? Again, that doesn't mean, it very clearly does not mean that he wasn't doing tefillah and sedakah. It means in some way, which we won't address today, his understanding of what they, quote, practically do is different than the way we'll see it otherwise. Rabbi Hanan Omer in Mazal Yisrael Hanan Amar excuse me in Mazal Israel. his statement is <speaking> in Mazal Israel. says Rashid A'yedet V'lau Zghut Mazal you're able to again be M'shanetam Mazal it's not that it's not in effect it's that you're overcoming it. It's that you're transcending it. The azdar bi-ohanan, the bi-ohanan, actually is consistent with this. The amar bi-ohanan minayin she'en mazal Israel. He has a dirasha from Pasuk in Yirmiya. Furthermore, says the Gemara, you should know, fourth line, two words before the end, three words before the end of the line, the rav rav in mazal Israel. And the Gemara goes on. We're going to read this one from Musa, and I put it on the sheet. Because I've heard Musa quoted more than once in the past, the like, Gemara goes on from several Emoraim to say in Mazal Israel, in Mazal Israel. You see, the majority opinion is in Mazal Israel. What's the Rav opinion? De'amar Yehuda Marav, minayin sheen Mazal Israel. How you know Mazal Israel? She'ne Emar, as Pasuk says, by Abraham, vayose otah who took him outside. Amar Abraham lufnei Kadosh Baruch Hu, Abraham turns to God and says to Him, is it going to be That's who's going to be your or I'm going to have a child. Answers. Like, love, it says, Certainly not. It's going to be someone who comes out of your loins, someone who's birthed to you by you. I looked at my astrological, my constellation maps. That's not so, I'm not gonna have a child. Get out of your astrological, your constellation maps, Shein Mazal Yisrael. You should know you're not governed by Mazal. Well, that's quite clear, those two statements, and as I told you, many other Emoraim there in the Gemara, Mazek Chaban, Dafkufnun Vav, and mazal Israel. It's a minority opinion, Bihanina. And yet the Gemara Mazeh in Ma'it Katan on Dafkafhet Amudalif in a very famous, perhaps just as famous statement Amarav. Bane hayeh haye bane umezone la biskuta telyamilta elabzala. I missed the memo over there. Talyamilta. It sounds like the span of your life. Bane. How many children? If children. Umezone. And That's your fine. sustenance. I mean, can you find anything more fundamental than those three, right? Your 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 lifespan, your children, your progeny, and your sustenance, which includes money and food and everything like that. <laughs> Don't think that zechut is what governs that. Rather, than mazala. <laughs> what about Israel? What about everything we do in life as That's Jews, as practicing? What? He brings a proof. <laughs> Both Rabbah and of Hasta were righteous, very righteous. Mor Masleva Ate Mitra, Mor Mitra. Each of them was able to pray and rain would come. Okay, you have to determine and understand what that means. But it means they were very important people in terms of their connectedness. Rav Chastah, on the one hand, Rav Chastah, Hayat Tish'in V'tartain Shinin. He lived 92 years. What a guy. I mean, clearly, the guy transcended regular lifespan, especially during that time period. Rabbah he lived only 40. Why so? He could also pray and bring rain, because What's that? That's the Rabbah from the Gemara lived only 40 years old. reason lived only 30 That's right. The household of Rabbah, they had 60 parties. Sounds like over the course of his life. Good parties, happy parties, weddings, whatever. In the household of Rabbah, they had 60 calamities. They had 60 calamities. And in the household of Rav they had, for the, even the dogs, very fine floured bread. Nobody ever needed any, you know, there was always enough. the household of insha, they would give uh, barley bread to the men, to the people, in other words, that was the low grade uh, bread once upon a time. They didn't even have enough of that. In other words, the description is they're both righteous. Can we actually distinguish? Are we actually playing that game? We can't. And if you want to, it's not that far apart. So, how do you determine? How do you explain that difference? So, which one is it? In Mazali Israel? Or Labizkutat al Yamiltea B Mazala says Tosafot right there, Masekh Shaban, Dafkufnunvab, as well as in Masekit Muit Katan, perhaps not as sharp on daf dafkafchat vahada mara ba Bishilhem muat katan, bane hayemuzun, labizuhat shuta al yamiltai il mazalat al yamiltai. Here's the words of Tosafot, me comma kom al yedezechud gadol mishtane it takes a very righteous act or, or great merit that can change mazal, which means to say nobody disputes, according to Tosafot, that there is a governance of mazal. The question is whether you can transcend it, whether you can rise above it. Okay, that's Ibn that's Ezra, that's in his commentary to the Torah, in Shemot Perik Lamit that's in Parashat tisar, inat bodekhu, and B'on Moshe beseeches God to show him the ways of the world. As the Chachamim understand it? Tell me why uh, some things just don't seem to add up and the response is, Lo yirani adam you can't really know my ways, says Ibn Ezra, quoting our Gemara, something very similar. His statement again is, those who are engaged, those who tap into an alternative reality of Torah are able to transcend a world of mazal. Maharal, in his Hidushah Agadot here in source number 5, says, wait a second. I would ask a question. It's then uh, the statement of En mazali Yisrael is not a factual statement because you're telling me there is mazal for Yisrael from is mazal for everyone. If you learn Torah, if you do to misvot, so you're able to transcend. If not, not. So yesh mazal Yisrael. Everybody agrees to that. That's what you tell me, it's what everyone else is saying. Ezra, Israel. Everyone's telling me that. So as but you have to pay attention to words. And mazal Yisrael, which means to say the method of transcendence for Yisrael is a method not open for others, which means to say Torah, misvot, tapping into a higher level connectedness is open to Yisrael. For others, that's just not open which means say yes 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 however the ability in circumstances hard again to pinpoint when how whatever but that Torah lishma which Nefesh was talking about that statement of ra'ya mehemna the transcendent ability of Torah tapping into a truth that rises above quote nature and the regular governance of this world that's a Yisrael why is it a Yisrael concept why is it something that's only open for Yisrael Israel, I bring you back to a gemara we quoted last week, and probably twenty-five other times over the course of these classes. Gemara Masechet Shabbat, just a few pages earlier, and Daf memvava Memvav Amud Alef. Shebeshaa, shebanachash al hava hitil ba'zu hama kivya'chol danachash, as it has relations with hava injects a certain poison into her. Israel, Sh'amdu Al Har Sinai pasekazu hama tan. Israel, who stood at Sinai, we were able to get past that poison. Really, how so? I mean, we don't live forever, any longer. I don't know if we ever really did. Uh, um, In what way are we set apart? The answer is, we had the opportunity. The answer is, we still have the conduit to Transcendence, what do I mean by that? I mean prior to Cheta I'm going to have to skip some sources on this. Prior to Cheta there was a state of being wherein, as we've discussed in the past few weeks, the essence of the people, each personality, each individual essence became one of Torah. It was the acceptance of Torah. It was a statement and utterance. I was going to really develop this. We'll do it another time. Of Naaseh V'Nishma, Naaseh is a statement of my essence will become one of, let's call it Torah Lishma. That means I, by definition, will transcend. My life will be one in which, en mazali Yisrael. Okay, Heta Egil reverses that. To what extent? It reverses it to a time after again, but now with a vehicle, a mechanism, a conduit toward What's that? That's Torah, which means if I then tap back into Torah, it means in a world post-Matan Torah, as was pointing out to us, the ability now not to live uh, just willy-nilly a life, which is an innate life, which is above mazal, that's not open. There's no such reality any longer. We're not that. We're human beings. We live by our adama, a, a, a state of, uh, of being. Well, is there an opportunity to transcend? There is. How's that opportunity relevant to each of us? How's it real? It's when there's the study of the Torah, the immersion in Torah, to the extent that Harambam, in source number 11, will conclude with this in Perek Teta, in a very famous, now I, I didn't say which halacha, because Perek is only one halacha, Torah HaKadosh Baruch who gives us etz hayim. Now, it's not that we are constantly eating etz hayim. It's not that we are sustained solely and only from etz hayim, like Adam prior to had hadat. But rather, we have the opportunity to eat from etz hayim. What's that? Torah. Kola A person who fulfills <coughs> all that's written in it. V'yo a person of such, a person who does such, will be able to merit all Zoche. So it's no longer a world of destiny. It's no longer a world of I'm just born into transcendent being. I now enjoy a relationship with God wherein the regular ways of this world are not applicable to me. Wherein, Gemara Source number 10, I've now defeated Malacham. No, reality for you any longer. Where is that reality? Is that lost forevermore? No, you still have the opportunity. And God, so to speak, resuscitated, brought back to life. It's a but He now gave you the opportunity to eat from it, and now gave you the opportunity to tap into it, to accept its own. If we appropriately fulfill the mitzvot of the Torah and study it, and immerse ourselves in it, and we have a constant cognizance and consciousness of Torah, she will um, will remove from us all of those obstacles. That's called out of nature existence. That's what it's called. Now again, will that play out in a way in which it seems like or feels like chesed I can't tell you, I can tell you that seems different, but I can tell you the Chakamim are saying in the Akiva as well as that's an out-of-this-world existence. It says, as a result of truly immersing, truly tapping into an alternative reality, one of truth of Torah. That's the opportunity open to each of us to eat from Etzah Hayim, to return ourselves to a state of being prior to Yesh Zali Israel. It's an opportunity to state. Through our involvement, through our connectedness, that en mazal lanu li Yisrael. we stood at Har Sinai, we received the Torah. We now live that Torah en mazal li Yisrael, which means to say, say this contradiction of whether yesh mazal or en mazal li Yisrael is dependent upon one aspect. It's the aspect of perikyot ha'etir and shalda that mefuchahayim. Have you accepted all Torah kedoshah, be'amitut? Have you truly immersed yourself? In it? if you have, well, you've transcended. If you haven't, well, then you live with all of the regular happenstance, realities, and obstacles of this world. Amen <laughs>